Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And welcome everybody to this week's episode of The Hook. My name is Ken Miller. My partner is Mike Palm, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports as we head to Las Vegas. Uh, personally, you can hear myself and Trent Condon Monday through Friday on uh, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO from 11 to 1. You can actually hear Mike join Trent and I on the radio at 11.30 Central Time on Fridays 11.35. Mike, good to talk to you again for the second time today. How was your afternoon? Busy out there in Very Vegas? Busy. Is the hotel filling up? Oh, yeah. We got a Kino slot tournament this weekend, so... It's busy. Uh, rates are crazy in Las Vegas. Looking around town, I mean, the small hotels are selling at four hundred a night this week. Wow, what's yeah. behind it, Mike? I don't know. There's that when we were young concert too. That's supposed to have eighty thousand a night um, going. So, and it's that time of year, right? It's uh, it's a beautiful time of year where I mean we're in the we're in the low eighties in the daytime and the mid sixties in the evening. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, you live you live for that time. That that's for certain. Well, a lot of ground to cover with you. Uh, excited to get into some of these games, some of these spots. Baseball's ongoing. You know, I'm Astros are kind of becoming the Patriots to me. It's like death taxes and the Astros in the uh, in the final four of baseball. The Patriots had that good run. Both teams took liberties, I guess, as far as uh, they're w- far they're willing to push the ob- envelope with the flake gate and now with, you know, the cheating that went on a couple of years ago with the Astros. Do they look like the best team as we sit here? You know, game, what, five is underway as we record this. Uh, it was one nothing Houston when I came down to my office. Uh, does Houston look like the team to beat to you? Well, I don't know. I think this, I thought this was going to go seven. Uh, it still might. Um, I don't know how you can start Valdez in game six. You if can't. You're I agree if with they you. Do, it will go seven. Yeah. Um, so I still think Philadelphia is the best team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the World Series will be a pick. I'm probably close to either way. I, Houston, maybe 115 over Philadelphia and maybe the same Philadelphia 115 over Texas. I don't know if Philadelphia gets there, but right yeah i mean they've played unbelievably well at globe life the numbers are astounding and then bregman with the big home run to get him off to the one nothing lead and stake jordan zimmerman who's been um jordan montgomery who's been other than one start has been just lights out in the playoffs it's been lights out since mid-august so uh quite a series i mean quite a series yeah indeed it is well uh we shall see and as we talked earlier it really doesn't matter to circa who wins the world series right as far as future tickets go um well mitch moss has the future for it would win ninety one thousand with uh but that's included in the whole thing right so houston is no good for us uh everybody else is okay all right let's move on uh thursday night we have two baseball games we had a football game um, I learned today from you that the baseball actually did very well. Now there's yeah. two games up against one game. Yep. I thought the NFL would still come out on top, but that wasn't the case. No, if you added the baseball together, it was more than the NFL game. Um, 
there was a lot of sports going. It was actually a really good, you know, if you sat down at four in the afternoon, it was a really good sports Pacific time. You mm-hmm. you had the Philly game was 1-1. Um, you had a couple college football games mm-hmm. uh, that were decent. James Madison, um, not but decent matchups of winning teams. Had a ton of hockey last night, including the Golden Knights moving to 5-0. and Colorado yep. moving to 4-0 and over Chicago. You had the NFL game, and then you had Houston and Texas. It was really a, a very good sports viewing night. No, it was Thursday nights. The NFL, the NHL, for whatever reason, Wednesday, there's two games. There's 14 on Thursday. Friday, there's a couple. I just don't get their scheduling a lot. It's of every time. other day. There's two games. I don't it's get it. It's wild. I no. don't either. I never, I've never understood it. Have you watched enough hockey to form an opinion as to who you think looks like a cup contender to you? You just mentioned two that probably are. Well, the two that I made bets on so far, the Kings uh, and Mitchell. Ottawa. But those are the only two future tickets I made. I mean... I don't have any reason to say that one that they're horrible tickets off the bat. I, mm-hmm. If you have Edmonton, you have to be concerned. Yes, off the start, pretty bad start. I mean, Colorado and the Knights both look great. Yeah, uh, I, I think the Knights are markedly better when Hills in goal than than Thompson. But uh, look, their teams are off to good starts. I mean, some teams have brutal. I mean, Carolina starts with this brutal West Coast road trip. I mean, it's yeah. it's so early, but what a brutal trip to start the year. Really, I think San Jose's terrible. They to are. Me, they're the worst team that I've seen so far. Um, but it's so early. It's so early. But we did you see that Circa posted who what country will win the Stanley Cup? Oh, you finally did who and what was the what was the price? I think Canada's USA what? was three eighty, minus three eighty. Get back to two seventy or two eighty or something like that. Well, um look, I'm gonna continue to bet Canada's gonna win one of these years. Toronto is clearly the, the, the flag carry at this point because I don't like the way Edmonton's playing to start the year. Calgary stinks. Winnipeg's awful. Montreal's it might be one of the worst teams in the league. I like yeah. your Ottawa Senators pick. They're an up-and-coming young yeah. team. But Toronto seems to be the only – and Vancouver's not very good. No, no. They had they blew a lead last night in Tampa Bay. They had the lead there, and and the, the coach is ripping them every night. It's, there's, there's a lot of toxic situations in Canada. Yeah, there certainly are. That, that, that's for certain. Well, let's talk some football. Uh, last night, did you, what was the, was it a good result for the book, Jacksonville? Yeah, it was because they just kept betting the Saints. Even when it said Lawrence was going to play with the brace, it still went to two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the side was good. Um, the total was kind of, was neutral. The only way we lose was if the Saints won by three. That was the only one we had a loser right. to. So Where we were in a good Derek- spot in that game, actually. Like it. Where were you on Derek Carr? Of course, he played so long in Las Vegas. Now he's with the Saints. I think they're he's starting wrong quarterback. He's a he's a he's a. Uh, I don't like to use the word, but he personifies a loser. The, the the nonsense with Olavi when he threw the ball twelve yards out of bounds, he he gets up looking to blame somebody else every time. I mean the coaches, the receivers. The, look, Olave's going to be there a lot longer than he is. So he can scream <laughs> yeah. and yell at Olave all he wants, right? Right. I just don't like it. He's always been bad in the red zone. Uh, yeah, they're starting the wrong quarterback, Ken. You're I right. I think they are. Yes. I think they're starting the wrong quarterback. Where, where are you on Jacksonville? Quietly, they're 5-2. and two. You have Mike to pay Pritch- attention. Mike Pritchett said on the show today they're really an underachieving group. I said, well, by underachieving, I said, you mean that they're 13-3 and three in their last 16 regular season games – and they're a 97-yard Chad Henney touchdown drive away from making the FC Championship. Yeah. It took Chad Henney coming in to, to beat them in that game, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if if Henney true. doesn't march down the field, they probably win that game. They're probably in the AFC Championship game. 
How about that? What 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 a, what a shock that would have been. <laughs> yeah. But you're 100% right. You're 100% yeah. right. And Mahomes didn't want to come out. They, they forced him to come out. They put Henny in. So this weekend, there's a couple of – here's the most intriguing game to me, and I have zero opinion on this. I do have an opinion on one game. I'm going to try and build on my Browns prediction from last week uh, over the Niners. Help me out with the Steelers and the Rams. I think this is an absolute coin flip of a game. It opened at three. It's essentially, you guys are still at three. Uh, Steelers and the Rams, I, I can make case both teams can win. Well, I was hoping it'd go to two and a half, and I'd bet the Rams. Uh, I, I think the Steelers are a fraud. I really do. And, and I mean, they're a great organization, and they find ways mm-hmm. to win games, but I think the Rams are much more talented, and they're they to me they're the most surprised. They're the team that's better than I thought by the greatest yep. degree. Yep. Um, because I thought they were in close to Arizona territory, and I wasn't sure if they mm-hmm. weren't going to tank for a while. But they're a competitive team, and they and with McVeigh, they put the points up there, right? And you know, uh, I would say this: this is by far the worst defense. Probably Pittsburgh's faced a lot of good defenses. Mm-hmm. So this is probably the worst defense they'll face. They're not a bad defense, but I don't I think it, you might rank it the worst. I just, for me, I went out on Pittsburgh. I thought they would go to Houston and physically dominate the Texans team and really cause Stroud a lot of trouble. They didn't. The Texans dominated them. So I know they're three and two, but I like the Rams. I know uh, Chris Williams submitted the Rams and Survivor already. Well, let's let's pick up on Survivor. I do want to come back to a couple more yeah. individual games. You know, there's what just under eighteen hundred people still alive. Yeah. There's only what two games this week that have a point spread uh, where the team that is favored is by more than a touchdown. I believe is yes. there two or three? Two. Well, San Francisco Monday seven. night. Yeah, yeah. seven. Um, uh, so does does that lead you to believe that there'll be a bunch of uh, Seattle Survivor picks this week? 1,500 of the 1,800 still have Seattle. I think Seattle will have somewhere between 1,000 and 1,200 entries on them. Now, people that have multiple entries probably will go Seattle and someone else and hope Seattle loses. Yeah. Um, some people don't have Seattle. If they don't have Seattle, it's interesting because they probably don't have Buffalo and they probably don't have San Francisco left either. Mm-hmm. Right. So then where do you go? Oof. And and like Chris, the, he landed on the Rams. I mean – that's a I, I'd obviously take a favorite. I mean, the teams that I actually like the other are all road teams. So I don't know how I like the commanders over mm-hmm. the giants. They're a road team. Yeah. I think the lions will beat Baltimore. I wouldn't use that. I just, I just think I like the lions plus three. I think that'd be, be the best game of the weekend. Oh, it is. If, if I could only watch one game, I'm watching that, yeah. not Philadelphia and Miami. Yeah. Um, and so where do you go? I kind of like Atlanta. You wouldn't use them in Survivor on the road, though, in, against no. Tampa. So where do you no. go? It's really hard. No, it, it, there's there's no question about that. I'm not sure you can answer this question. Um, of the 1,800 uh, players that are left, do you know if there's a player? I mean, what are the, what's the greatest amount of entries that one person has left? Do you know? Ten people have ten entries. And they're still alive with all ten? Yeah. Yeah, ten people still have ten entries. I, I didn't. I'd have to go back and look. I, I heard there's a hodgepodge of half of them have have split their picks up every week, and half of them have just picked one team and kept moving forward. So, 
as difficult as this is, I mean, I haven't seen October in this contest yet, and you've got guys in tens the maximum number of entries you could yep. purchase, and there's yeah. still 10 people that have the max. That's that's remarkable. Okay, back to that Detroit-Baltimore game. Uh, the number opened up at two and a half. It's gone up a little bit. You guys are now Baltimore three. Is Detroit the third best team in the NFC, Mike? Still behind wow. Dallas? Do you are they over, taken over? Oh, no, I think they're better than Dallas. I actually think it's one, two, three, and then you could argue four or five, probably Dallas, then Seattle. I think the NFC is probably pretty clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could almost predict what the playoff seeding is going to be, right? I mean, it's, it's San Francisco, Philadelphia. Detroit might steal the two seed, but Detroit, yeah. and then the four will be wh whoever in the south, and the five will be Dallas, and the six will be Seattle, and then who knows the seventh, right? I mean, yeah. it's, there's, it's pretty striated, I would think. Uh-huh. Who's going to have home field in the AFC? I'll ask you that question. Probably Kansas City probably. again. I hate to say it, but. Probably. That game in Frankfurt might have a, a big say in it. Be huge. That would be might huge. Be. That's two weeks from not this weekend, but next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So of the of the games across the pond, that's got to be the busiest oh. game. You've got Most of you guys are right by far, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I may, might be the most we've ever written on a game in England yeah. or in, in a foreign game. Although, are remember you, when. Remember when the Rams played Kansas City and Mexico City? Yes. It was 53-51 or something like yeah, that was the yep. score. That was I a Monday that. night huge, huge handle game. Right, but that's a different story. Yeah. That doesn't yeah, that's a Monday out. night, too. Right, and that's, what, 5 o'clock, 5.30 Pacific yeah. time. Um, are, are you guys in, in Las Vegas picking up any intel at all that the NFL is seriously considering moving a franchise over there? Have you heard that? Um, no, I, I don't think, I don't think it happens in the next three years, maybe okay. eventually they've got to establish a fan base first. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they sell out the building, but everybody's wearing their different types of jerseys. Um, do you have an opinion on the NFL? You told us a couple of road teams that you like, what, what game would you play if you could only play one? Is there one game you like more than the other in the NFL? Mm, no, not really. How about uh, the Chargers over the Chiefs? Detroit, probably. Will you stop with the knots? Didn't you watch this garbage <laughs> on Monday night? I did. Jeez, I did. Kenny, how can you keep talking about this team? I did. People just, in I Los just, Angeles don't even talk about them. I know. They don't care about that team. Nobody they, cares. they don't. They couldn't care less about this. Burrow's team. a bust. The coach is worse than Anthony Lynn. I mean, the team, it's a loser, loser franchise. So why is the number only five and a half? I'm surprised. Because Kansas City's that. offense is, is nothing to write home about. Mm -hmm. They're take beatable, the bear, aren't they? Take the Bear game out, and they're all, you know, fairly close games. And they're beating no – I mean, I they, think they, six they is too – if you told me to take a side here, I'd take the six. I did. Yeah. I did with the Chargers. That was my play uh, of the week in our little contest with Trent and I that we – you know, I'm 27 and 8. Um, we pick five games a week, and I'm 27 and 8 to start. And I hate You got that. in the wrong contest. I know. You should have been in the millions. I, well, I am in the millions and in the millions. I'm not doing very, maybe it's college that's saving me. Uh, I don't know. Hey, oh, do, yeah, I, you can play college. Who do you like this week, Ken? You got under in Iowa City? Uh, I, I don't use the locals. I don't bet Iowa or Iowa State. That's my policy. Well, that's a bad, bad thing because you know more about no, them than any other team. I know. You're right. But I am zeroing in on the Big Ten this week, Mike. I love Penn State. Love <laughs> Penn State. And I think Michigan is going to hammer Michigan State. If they don't get the death penalty in the next 24 hours. Yeah, right. What a stupid you know, rule. You can't send people really to is. watch Europe. But that's an idiotic rule. 
I mean, they there's somebody they hate Harbaugh. This is just Harbaugh, right? I it's mean, it's gotta be is, Ryan Day, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't. Well, Shiano, now everybody's playing that clip at halftime where, oh, something's not right. And of yeah. all people to throw stones, Shiano, but <laughs> yeah, really. uh, they, they just got to want this Harbaugh so bad, this NCAA. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they get, it's, it's, it's incredible. But, yeah. uh, no, I think Michigan's clearly the best team in the country. Michigan, I do State, too. Michigan State's awful. I can't pull the trigger. I think Penn State's a more talented team. Me too. Ohio. Look at the Ohio State metrics. They're really bad. This is the worst rushing team they've had in 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't think the quarterback's that good. And nope. yet James Franklin, in the fourth quarter against Ohio State, they crumble every single time. Yeah. So it's hard. I played it under 46, Kenny. Did you? This is number one and number two teams in yards per play allowed in college football. First and mm-hmm. second best defenses, if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, the, the Big Ten East, I, I rank it Michigan by considerable margin. Then yeah. Penn State, Ohio State, yeah. maybe Maryland. After that, I I, I can't go any further. Than that. I didn't. I was out of I was out of town. I didn't watch one play of Iowa Penn State. Was Penn State that good on that day? You know, if the first quarter you could make a case that Iowa's got a chance. They're just yeah. going to hang her, and then just it just snowballed downhill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just snowballed downhill after that. Best game of the weekend in college football is Penn State Ohio State. What's the next one? What what where where will you guys have to do your most business? Probably Utah, USC. Yeah, just because the West Coast. The West Coast. Alabama, Tennessee is an interesting game, but, you know, neither of them is top 10. So Mm -hmm. we might do a little business on Clemson, Miami. That's kind of an interesting game. Yep. But but by a large margin, Penn State, Ohio State is is the key game for for everyone. So uh, when it comes to the the Florida State-Duke game, uh, obviously, all eyes are going to be on the Duke quarterback. What 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 are you hearing on Riley Leonard? Is he going to play? Because he can't win without him, can they? I'm not well, sure they can with him, with them. If he's not in, then the number should be closer to twenty. I mean, but if he plays, this coach is Elko. Is they've never his largest loss was Notre Dame by seven in his two years there. He's had a hell they of a played run. everybody close. Yeah, that's and true. if he plays, I want to take the points, but who knows? So I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll get an end game. I mean, if he comes out and he looks halfway decent, I'll take 14 in that game quickly. Because mm-hmm. I think Florida State is explosive at times, but they rarely play two good quarters together, right? They, they play a yeah. good half. They play, but they usually take at least one quarter a game off. Uh, you and mentioned you know, you know that, that he doesn't play his starters the whole game, right? You know he's, he's platooning everybody. His oh. best players are only getting 35 snaps a game, which – He's conditioning them or whatever for a run in a national title, but you know that that comes into play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned the Minnesota Iowa game. Are we perhaps trending on some historical numbers here? It's the the totals at thirty and a half as we yeah. speak. Can it get to twenty nine and a half? Is no. that asking too much? No, it can. You see what they do when it gets to thirty. They all They'll hammer it, it. Yeah. I bet it under 31, and I bet it under 32 and a half, and I bet it under 31 and a half, and I Did bet it you? under 30 and a half. Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, how's this going to be? It's going to have to be special teams and defensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. There won't be 30 passes in the game. No. Unless one team gets ahead by three scores, which how is that going to happen? Yeah, you wouldn't anticipate that at all. No, I agree with you. How about yeah. Iowa? I, I couldn't believe they won that game up there last year. They they had really no business. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, in a four-minute span, it turns the game. What was it, 13 to 10 or something, yeah. I think, the yeah. final? it was unbelievable. Like yeah, yeah, it was. 
Um, final couple of minutes. I know you don't like this sport, um, but the NBA season is upon us. Let's talk about the WNBA and the Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> How about that, huh? Back this is back. title town. Title town. We got the Knights, Aces now, three titles in a little over a year. So what do the Aces do? Do they? Where, where is the parade for the Aces? It's going to be downtown. You can't do anything on the strip. It's all tore up for this goofy F1. Oh. Yeah, that's what, two weeks, three weeks, right? Three weeks yeah. away? Yeah, Thanksgiving then, Saturday, the th Saturday before Thanksgiving. So will th will they have the strip back to normal for Thanksgiving? Will they tear all the stand, all the seating and everything down? That's that's a big undertaking. I, I don't know. I I, I yeah. really don't know. I'm gonna go on the Wednesday before, because we have a big slot tournament that runs Thursday night, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday afternoon. So I'm gonna go on the. They have some receptions and do it. I want to go see the whole thing. I'm gonna mm -hmm. go on that Wednesday night before, because then Thursdays practice Friday's the time trial or whatever and then Saturday's the race so mm -hmm. I'll watch the race on TV I mean but you know when you look at the traffic plan it's like those roads are open to the public till like 4 p.m and then they, again at 5 a.m and then they close them and then it becomes I, I don't know I, I have to see this thing but to think that they've blocked the fountains at the Bellagio from anyone to be able to see for three months is ludicrous it really is you know yeah. who else I feel bad for uh, the people that work on the strip you I mean, can't get it's they don't even know how they're going to get to work that that weekend right. if they have any way right. to get to work how much long how much do they have to go in advance of their shift and then after their shift when are they going to be able to get back to their car i used to work i used to work at the venetian on new year's eve right when i ran a yeah. shift there yeah and you know i worked 6 p.m to 2 a.m but i knew i couldn't leave till 5 30 a.m because the roads were yeah. closed on new year's eve so we just went and found some place to hang out when we got off of work, knowing we're not even going to go to our cars till five o'clock. Yeah. What was your go-to property on the strip before you found Circa? Did you have one? Um, for playing? Anything. If somebody came, if you had a visitor, if one of your friends coming to the town. Well, when I was up, when, when I was of age, I'm going to go back. The Mirage was my favorite property. Always. I love the Mirage. I love yeah. the Mirage. Yeah, me too. It's it's not up there on that tier anymore, right? No. Uh -uh. As far as going somewhere, and I, you know, the wind properties have such an ambiance to them, mm -hmm. right? They make you feel mm -hmm. like you're better because of how beautiful it is and, and things yeah. like that. So I was a, a Caesars player, though, when I played. I, I liked Caesars Rewards, Total Rewards, whatever it's now. You know, Harrah's. Uh, uh, so I always played, and... I like Caesar's Palace. And then if I didn't want to go to one of the bigger properties, uh, Cromwell's really nice boutique property, mm -hmm. place like that. Of course, I worked at the Venetian for four years. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, great restaurants, stuff like that. So. Yeah, they really are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no no doubt about it. Uh, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at uh, Circa Sports. Of course, by the way, Circa was just named the Global, Glam the Global Gaming Expo. It's absolutely huge, as you know, tell the people that don't know. Uh, it was two weeks ago in Las Vegas. It's what's coming to the, uh, to the gaming industry next season, your first type of thing. Uh, you guys were named the North American Property of the Year again. Is that what I third saw? Straight, third straight year, yes. That's quite a feather in your cap. Well, as I said to our team, you know, we have to take this with some humility. We didn't win the best players club. We didn't win the best slots. We didn't win the best pool, although we should win the best. Yeah. We didn't win. We didn't. Derek didn't win executive of the year, right? Amy Howe. Has he ever? And Amy Howe from FanDuel won again. He was a finalist, but didn't get it. So they should just give the award to the architect, I said. They should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs>
<laughs> no, no. I mean, it's really, it. it's an honor, you know, it's an yeah. honor. And, and like you say, nobody talks about how nice the rooms are. And, they are, and, they're spectacular. Uh, and, and the downtown setting has a lot of advantages as well. Being downtown where you can just go outside and go from property to property and there's not that barrier to exit and it's a much more relaxed feeling. Well, here's what I'll say. And Tom Timmons, who ran the shop over at the Wild Rose, he's responsible for this quote. But he sincerely means it. You know, Tom, you've got to know him a little bit. Uh, He's as genuine a person as they come at Wild Rose, now retired. He said that, in his opinion, Derek Stevens will become the Steve Wynn of downtown. What Derek and what Circa has done for downtown is not to be underestimated by anybody and should be and, and should get more recognition. That's fair, I think, too, is it not? For what you no. guys have done? I, I can't comment on that. I, I mean, get it. He, yeah. he has transformed downtown, though. I mean, he has. What he did, and now everybody's building an outside bar, and every, you know, yeah, the, the formula that he used, right? And, and yeah. I would say when we go out and make partnerships in these other states, we're a very good partner because you know Derek's going to, is not going to spare a dollar on marketing and mm-hmm. promoting, yep. right? Which helps the properties in those states as yep. well. And you know what else people like too? The fact that, you know, it might take me a couple of minutes before I picked up the, before I got through to Derek Stevens, but a lot of times I could. When yeah. Trent and I came up, went out there for the first time, you guys wanted to build relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes in this business, Mike. I mean, yeah. I can't call up the president of Caesars or the who head is of Who is it? Who, who even know. is the president of, right? That's that's a good point. That's I mean, you, Michael Gaughan's still around, right? So yeah, that's all point. And yeah. Derek, but the rest are corporations, right? Wins okay. out, Sheldon's gone. I mean, yep. it becomes all corporations. It's not It's not good. Right. Mike Palm, you have a good weekend. Appreciate you doing this. We'll do it again next week. The very latest going inside the numbers on the hook here with Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circa Sports. My name's Ken Miller. Thank you to everybody for watching Iowa Everywhere, sponsored by Circa. Of course, you can download the app here in Iowa. And if you're in Illinois, week what, three in Illinois now, Mike? Third yes, week? it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you out there in a couple of weeks, two weeks from tonight. You and I yep. will be breaking bread somewhere in the Windy City. Look forward to it. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next time on The Hook. Iowa everywhere.